Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to my three takeaways. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with tools, tips, and inspiration to live your best life and be your best you. But it takes more than simply being motivated. It takes action. It means taking what you learn from others and finding a way to implement it into your own life. I want to help you navigate through these specific action steps and these specific takeaways because my goal is progress. I want to help you move the needle forward every single day closer and closer to the best version of yourself. Let's go to work. To start off this episode, I want to be really authentic, and that's really honestly inspired by Michael Brody Waits' podcast, the interview I just had with him and the conversation that I had with him. In the past, these episodes have been exactly five minutes long, and I thought that was cool to have it exactly five minutes, but what I realize is when I record these episodes and when I talk about the takeaways, I always start off really focused in and really locked in, but then as it gets close to that five-minute mark, I get too obsessed about the time and too obsessed with focusing or focusing on finishing exactly at five minutes that I don't get to authentically communicate the message in the way that I want to. So I'm still going to keep these episodes super short, but it's not going to be exactly five minutes long just because I want my mind to be completely clear and speak naturally and not focus on the time. But to actually start off this episode, welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Michael Brody Way interview. I hope you guys really loved the, uh, the uniqueness of the conversation that I had. I know that for me, that interview was unique. I've never really had a conversation with somebody who's had those kinds of experiences that he's had. And he's come out so successful on the other side of his rehab and recovery. And I think the thing that impresses me most about Michael is the amount of engagement and mindfulness that he had during his own rehab and recovery process. And I don't even know if he necessarily realizes that himself, but I think that he had to be so mindful and engaged in that process or else he wouldn't be able to communicate the things that he's able to communicate um, with everybody and in the manner that he's communicate, communicating them with everybody. I hope you guys got his three principles. They're not going to be my three takeaways because I wanted to make it something different, something unique, but his three principles were be authentic, surrender the outcome, and do the uncomfortable work. We talked about them a good amount in the actual interview, but he also talks about them in his TED Talk, and I very much recommend that you guys go to YouTube and watch that. It's called Great Leaders Do What Drug Addicts Do. I love that name, um, but go watch it on YouTube. It's awesome. And if you guys liked the episode and you saw benefit from it and were inspired by it, then share it with a friend who you think might benefit from it as well. And that doesn't have to be a friend who you think might be going through some kind of addiction. And that's not the way that they have to take it. Because I think that what he was able to communicate and be able to show you guys is that he uses the principles that he learned during rehab and the recovery process in his everyday life, in his professional and personal life for his professional and personal growth. But I want to get into my three takeaways. Number one, take off the mask. This is something that I've heard before. I mean, I've read the book called Mask of Masculinity by Lewis Howes, so I know what he means in reference to the mask. So I don't know if you guys necessarily do. Um, but the thing that I liked most about what he said about the take off the mask is when he said this, the cost of putting on the mask is what a lot of people don't think about. We think about what the, how the mask benefits us, what it lets us hide. It lets us hide our weaknesses. But the cost of it is that it covers up our strengths. It covers up our true authentic selves. And that, that's a problem because our true authentic selves is, is what our superpower is. I mean, who we are, we're unique individuals. Everybody's a unique individual. And if you cover something unique about you, then you're preventing other people from seeing who you really are and how you could really serve humanity and serve the world. And then the other part of this that he said was, if we have a put, keep on a mask for too long, 
we start to believe that we are that mask, that we are that identity, and we confuse it with our true self and our true face. And what that does is it stunts our growth because if we don't see the weakness because we put on this mask, and if we don't note the weakness that we have, then how can we actually work on it? So those are a couple of the different things that he talked in terms of taking off the mask. And the way I'm trying to apply it now um, I mean, that I've just literally been thinking about the last couple of days is I want to be more authentic with you guys. I think on my podcast and through my social media, through my Instagram and through my Facebook, I probably come across as this guy who's super unhappy and super positive all the time, if not 100% of the time. And that's not the case. Every single day I doubt myself. I have self-doubt settle in. I have negative thoughts um, pop up in my head. And so I don't want you guys to think that I'm that I'm not. So it's going to be about me finding a way to authentically communicate those those times with you guys. Takeaway number two, focus on what you can control. I know this is something that I hear a lot. You may have heard it a lot, but it's a lot easier said than done, that's for sure. And the thing that he said that really kind of took me back was that every minute we spend focusing on what you can't control, we lose a minute we could have spent focusing on what we can control. Again, let me say that again. Every minute we spend focusing on what you can't control, we lose a minute we could have spent focusing on what we can control. And the way I like to apply this and what we talked about in the interview is the thing I think I like always think about is with social media and with online, there's so much good content out there that can help us become better versions of ourselves, that can educate us, that can inspire us. But how, why is there so much anxiety and so much depression nowadays? And I think it's because of the phrase that he used. While there's so much good out there, there's a whole lot more out there that's not necessarily just bad or just neutral and things that we can't control. And we spend so much time focusing on those things outside of the things that we actually can control. And for me, two things that have been beneficial to me is realizing that I can't get all caught up in my sports teams or the weather. Those are two things that you cannot control no matter what you do. So why really focus on them or not focus on them, but why worry about them? too much. You can watch your sports team. You can look up the weather, but why let that get to get to your emotions and let it affect your your day-to-day or weekly basis? And so those are, those are two things for me that I'm trying to take my focus off of a little bit more in terms of how it affects me on a daily and weekly basis. Takeaway number three is you can't keep what you don't give away. I really like this because um, it re- he realizes that Every single day when he tries to help people through the addiction process or he maybe speaks about it, he's engaged in the process of how to avoid relapsing or he's engaged in the process of the things that helped him get out of the addiction and what helped him through the recovery process. And that that engagement and that constant uh, mindfulness and focus on it ensures that he hopefully doesn't go through that um, relapse at some point in the future. I know for me, the way I apply this is staying fit and working out is my job. I coach other people through classes. I write workout programs for other people. Um, And through that, because I'm always focused and constantly learning more about fitness and more about nutrition, I'm more engaged in the process and I'm able to keep fit and keep healthy myself. And so again, the takeaway is you can't keep what you don't give away. So I'm able to keep fit because I give it away. So my three takeaways, number one, take off the mask. Number two, focus on what you can control. And number three, you can't keep what you don't give away. Have a great day, guys.